This is the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. By small business owners. I'm Natalie MacLeese. Who am I? Alex Vasquez. I'm Alex Vasquez, and you're not. You are definitely also not Natalie MacLeese. I'm definitely not. I'm not that talented, but uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. Prove it. Um, I don't know how to prove it. You know, that's the thing. We live in a world where we're called upon by various people to prove things that just should be common knowledge. I don't know where I was going with that. This but... sounds like it's coming from something that mm. happened recently. Not really, but I'm glad you asked anyway, because I think the question you're asking is, Alex, what did you accomplish in the past week? And even though I didn't accomplish everything I set out to do, there is one thing I did accomplish. I was able to get a new vocabulary term into UrbanDictionary.com. Was that just a personal challenge of yours? Isn't Urban Dictionary like a like a wiki, like anyone can just insert stuff? Yes, <laughs> but not not everyone gets in though. Oh, not I... all not all terms get accepted because otherwise you'd have some weird stuff on Urban Dictionary that makes no sense. <clears throat> There's none of that. Okay, look, obviously you don't respect Urban Dictionary, but. Wait, are you telling me that Urban Dictionary has moderators? A little bit. Could have fooled me. Well, you know what, Natalie? I fooled you a lot. You remember <laughs> that time when I tricked you into calling the cops? No. Oh. Well, you remember that time when you called the cops? No. Are you sure you don't have early onset dementia? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Look, I know that you want to know... Although, would I know if I did? Natalie, stay on target, Okay. <laughs> I know that you want to know what the term is that I got into UrbanDictionary.com. And just calm down, I'll tell you. I don't know. There's a lot of things on Urban Dictionary that are not appropriate for our audience. Food jitsu. Instead of jujitsu, it's food jitsu. Can I use it in a sentence? I'll try. Stan, that guy's food jitsu is so strong that he could eat Carolina Reaper chili peppers as part of this balanced breakfast. Thanks for the high five, Natalie. I didn't high five you, Alex. You clapped your own hands. So I can tell that this is going to be a very aggro podcast <laughs> this week. You, you are not having any of my bullshit this week, not at all. What's what's going on? What what are you what are you so salty about? I'm not salty. If you could see this, Natalie's giving me the evil stink <laughs> eye right now. I know what you want to talk about. Last week's challenge. Which was to sign up for some conferences. Apply to speak somewhere. Not apply necessarily a conference. So apply to speak somewhere. I said I was going to apply and speak at three different places. That you had never applied to before. Yeah. I didn't do that. I'm sorry. What was that? I didn't do that. I didn't do it. You didn't do the challenge? I didn't do the challenge. Were you in the hospital? <laughs> no, I wasn't in the hospital. <laughs> Were you in jail? No, I was not in jail. 
Mm-hmm. Were you kidnapped? I was not kidnapped. Are you secretly a superhero and you were busy saving the world? Not exactly. Only half of that is true. So you didn't do the challenge and you have no good excuse. <sighs> yeah, that's right. I Sounds like I'm getting some cookies. Natalie, I just want to let you know that you're the first person who failed to do a challenge. <laughs> I was in the hospital. <laughs> Uh, my name is Natalie. I was in the hospital, therefore I couldn't do the challenge. Uh, woe was me. You know what? Look, the time to play that card is over. <laughs> no one's going to be sympathetic to your medical snafus or anything like that. No one wants to hear about it. Do you think people are going to be sympathetic to your complete lack of excuses? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I don't think so. Uh, I think... <laughs> I, I, I think people are going to be very judgmental, and if they are, I would. My response would be like, "Yeah, I get it. I, I sucked. I failed. I failed to complete the challenge this week." But it's not one of those things that. Um, look, the one thing I'll, I would tell our listeners is that failure is okay. One of the things that we should do is we should fail a lot. We should get out there. We should fail. We should learn. And we should grow. Let me put it to you like this. I failed this week. Even though I'm not happy I didn't complete the challenge, I failed. And so now this gives me motivation to learn from my mistake and then succeed. And recommit to finishing challenges. And recommit to finishing challenges. And baking me cookies. And baking you cookies. So I've already got an idea. Has to, like two of the ingredients are peanut butter and sardines. No! A peanut butter sardine with fancy French sea salt. No. And the finest chocolate from all of Temecula. No. Did you know that they grow chocolate in Temecula? They grow chocolate in Temecula? I thought chocolate grew in the rainforest. (sighs) Why do you have to know these things? (laughs) So anyway, look, uh, dear listeners, I done messed up. I failed, and now I owe Natalie delicious cookies. Yay! They will not have peanut butter in them, but they will have sardines. No! They're going to be savory cookies. No! No sardines. No anchovies. You're really not making this any fun for me. (laughs) But I will make you cookies, and we will shake on it. Okay. We are shaking on it right now. I would like to hear from you, Natalie, Mm -hmm. because I have nothing to contribute So please tell us what you did, why you did, how you did. I went looking for some small business conferences. And this challenge was actually a little bit difficult because while there is no shortage of small business conferences, the number of them that have their call for speakers open in any given week is quite small. I was able to find lots of small business conferences And some of them actually looked really intriguing, and I even bought a ticket for one that I found. But they didn't have their call for speakers open. But I did manage to find a conference coming up in September in Austin, Texas, called FreeCon, which is a freelancer's conference. And their call for speakers was open, so I submitted three talks to them. And then... We have a local WordPress conference coming up here in L.A., also in September. It's the week after the one in Austin, so just in case, everything's okay. 
and I submitted three talks to that one as well. I think that's awesome, and, and I'm very uh, intrigued by the FreeCon. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's actually a great conference for you to get accepted to, and and even if you don't, just to attend. Because, uh, you know, that, that's that's the other thing, too, is I think given what our businesses uh, are and the audience that we serve, you know, it, it's very easy to get siloed into that world. Uh-huh. Um, I, At least that's how I feel. Like, I should say to our listeners, I did apply to speak at a conference, but it was a word camp. It was a word camp in Asheville. But my specific challenge to myself was to apply to speak at non-WordPress conferences, ju- yeah. just to kind of get outside of the bubble. You did say three conferences, but I can tell you from all the research I did, it would be almost impossible to find three conferences with a call for speakers open yeah. this week. So, <laughs> so, but I, I do, but I will make this up. So I will make it up and I will report on this for the next challenge. And I'll report back to let everyone know if I get accepted to speak at either or both. Just so you know, and I'm going to call it right here, uh-huh. you are going to get accepted. For one of the talks at one of the conferences at least? I think all of the talks at all of the conferences. So you might have to be <laughs> two places at one time, but you will get accepted. Okay, we'll see. No, 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 no. You have to believe in yourself the way that I believe in you. So the way that this works is... You're going to get selected. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get selected. You have to believe it. Eye of the tiger. <laughs> Natalie, say it with some oomph. Oomph. One more time. <laughs> One more time. Oomph. That's not quite what I meant. I'm going to get accepted. Awesome. <laughs> that's the attitude. And that's the attitude you should take into, into absolutely everything you do, right? Like... You're, you're putting your best foot forward. You're putting your effort into it. And, you know, why wouldn't people want you to be part of their conference? And if you don't get accepted, that's okay, you know. And it's, it's not a problem. It's not a problem of quality. It's not a problem of quality like you weren't good enough. You are, a, like, the hardest part of any conference is choosing the speakers, that's the yes. toughest part. Both you and I have experience choosing speakers at a conference. Well, yeah, and you know, I'm I'm on the organizing team for WordCamp US too, and that's it's just a monumental task. So the the speaker selection process is really difficult. So if you don't get accepted, it's not because you weren't good enough. It, that's that's yeah, the thing. It's not a personal insult. It's not. It's not. It it's a personal challenge. It's like you know what. Well, F that. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, just keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. And every time that you apply, you need to go in there with that killer attitude that, hey, I deserve to be on that stage. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. 110%. And I I tell this to people I know. I I know I've told this to you a few times. I, I, whenever I have a colleague or a friend, they're, they're trying out for something. I make sure that they know what I think. And it's not just me being a supportive person because I'm not a supportive person. I just spew, <laughs> I spew facts. I spew facts as I see them. If I think you're awesome, I'm going to tell you about it. If you're a nincompoop, I'm going to tell you maybe don't apply to that conference. But if I think you should, I'm going to tell you about it until you tell me to shut up. Okay, then. Are you going to tell me to shut up? Yeah. Okay. Shh. Did you just shush me? <laughs> I did. Like a librarian. 
That's very rude. And you're not a librarian. But my hair is in a bun. <laughs> so is mine. I need some glasses. You want mine? No. Yeah, you should get glasses because you don't see so well. I see perfectly fine. If you say so. You're not even looking at me right now. <laughs> You're like looking at me, but just off to the side. No. Okay. Well, so again, folks, don't be discouraged. Just keep applying. I want peanut butter cookies the kind with a Hershey kiss pushed into them. You know what? I'm going to make you peanut butter cookies that are so decadent that you will be angry when they're gone. Mm, were you angry when your sea salt chocolate chip cookies yeah, were gone? Yeah, I was like, why didn't <laughs> Natalie make more of these? She must have known how much I would like them. And yet you made so few of them for me. They were big cookies, though. But yeah, I wanted more. <laughs> I think that's a whole other episode. Uh, to deal with, you know, this whole thing of always wanting the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Yeah. But so any other thoughts or ideas that, that you would share with people who are looking for places to apply and speak? Any any words of encouragement? I would say that I feel like a lot of people think they don't have anything worth sharing. And that is absolutely not true. Oh. Everyone's got a story how they started a business, how they solved a problem, how they overcame a challenge that they could share with people to inspire and teach. That is 145% correct. Thank you. I can't tell you how many times I see people, you know, who are very humble. They don't want to seem like they're boasting. Oh, you know, like, you know, my story is not all that interesting. And it is. Like, even, even if it's, like, mundane, it, you know, like, the details, maybe you think they're mundane or what have you, people want to know. People connect to stories. And if you, can, if you can tell that story, if you can share your experience, your insight, just that little piece of information is enough to give someone that aha moment uh -huh. that, like, where something clicks and it changes the way that they do something, that moment if you're able to see that moment, or if someone tells you they had that moment, it, it's transformational. It is, yeah. It is. It, it can it, change everything. It, absolutely. So, you know, and that, that's it's a powerful thing. It, and it's very humbling to know that it's something that you have that power. And <clears throat> with that power does come a little bit of responsibility, too. Uh -huh. Just like Uncle Ben said to Peter Parker before Peter Parker let him die. <laughs> but you know it's it's a big thing to to have that sort of transformational responsibility that power to help mm -hmm. someone else in yeah. a profound way i think we've all had that experience of hearing a quote or a story at just the right time yeah. in your life where it just makes you think or makes you realize the decision that you need to make and it changes everything you know this is going to sound so cliche and i i've told you this before and i'm just putting it on record here for, for the podcast. This doesn't really have to do with what we just said about, you know, sharing your, <laughs> your experience, but with what you just said, sometimes it just takes a small thing. Hearing someone say a thing. I was watching Parks and Rec, and there was this episode where Leslie Nope, uh, one of the main characters on the show, she was running for mayor. She was still doing her job as city manager. And she was burning the candle at both ends, working really hard, doing two jobs full-time, even though she was doing both with great effort, she was failing to do each of her jobs 
with, uh, she was failing at both. Mm -hmm. And she went to talk to her mentor and boss, Ron Swanson. And he says to her, I, 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 and I remember seeing it. He says to her, uh, you can't half ass two things. You can only, you have to whole ass one thing. (laughs) And I I was working, I was working at my full-time job. I was still doing what I was doing as a side hustle. And it, and I was like, yeah, he's right. And this is just a TV character, right? But I knew just from that nugget of information, I knew that I had to make a change. I was never going to get where I wanted to go doing those two things. Uh And in your story, in the stories that you hear from people on stage, the stories that you have, you can have that same profound impact on someone else. I just happened to hear it from like a TV thing. But, you know, I've, I've had this from other folks before, too. Yeah, definitely. And so have I. That's really inspirational. So inspirational. Man, it's hard to be this cool sometimes. Well, there's some humble soda right here. I think I should probably drink some. Why don't we talk about this week's challenge? So you've got something lined up for us. I do. It is to make a plan for how you will kind of reboot your day or reset your mind when you're having a crappy day. Okay. So I'm compelled by this, and I find it interesting because, you know, so I'm a runner. I I run a few times a week, but there's... There's something that, that I was taught uh, by one of my running coaches. It, it's called a it's called a running reset or a readiness reset. And all it is is when you're running and you're feeling like you're struggling, like your form is kind of falling apart, that you just take a break, you stop running, and then you just kind of stretch your arms out wide, deep breath, and you do that a couple times. So you reset your posture, you you slow your breathing down. And when you're ready, you get back to it. And you're more mindful of the things that you need to do to run well. Uh-huh. So this almost sounds like that, but I mean... Yeah, but for it, your whole day. Oh, Natalie, that sounds so weird. Why, why would I need to do this? So, you know, sometimes you just have a crappy day. Yeah. It just happens sometimes. Maybe you forgot to do something... Maybe you accidentally ordered 5,000 boxes of paper clips. Maybe a client yelled at you. Maybe a customer got upset. All kinds of things happen. And sometimes three or four awful things happen all at once. I feel like all of these crappy things that you described are things that may have happened to you. <laughs> Did you accidentally order 5,000 paper clips? No, I didn't. Okay. Because I, th- I was like, you too? <laughs> No. Uh, just me then. Okay. I know I've definitely had those weeks. And I've had yeah. those days like, you know, where I'm just like, Ugh. you know, F this week. Exactly. Oh, this is not going my way. I'm so frustrated. I'm angry. I'm sad. All kinds of negative emotions. So the challenge this week is to make a plan now when you're not having a crappy day, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> for how you can handle that. So preemptively plan for what are you going to do And you get a couple hours into your day and it is just not going your way and it's really bad. What's your plan for how you're going to reset your mind and come back to things fresh? I feel like there's a bunch of approaches for this. 
I, I'm not super great at this because, you know, I kind of hold on to stuff. Like, I, I'm really good at beating myself up if I make a mistake. If I, And yeah. the thing is, you know, I make a lot of mistakes. I mess up a lot. And, you know, it's mentally taxing, emotionally taxing when you're just kind of punching yourself over the mistakes that you make. And, you know, I'm, I'm human. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's, it's yeah. okay to make mistakes. So, you know, part of it is just... If that's what happened, like you made a mistake, you messed up, you, you got to forgive yourself. One of the things that that I've done, and and I guess I'm doing, I'm not really doing this enough, but I get, but I'm doing something like this, I guess, without being cognizant that I'm doing it. But like on Fridays, sometimes if I've just had a rough week, you know, I usually drive for my volunteer thing, and I'll just go straight home, make dinner. But what I'll do instead is if I've had a rough week, I'll drive to this park that I really like and I'll walk a couple laps around this loop there. And it's just really nice It, you know, you can hear birds, you know, kids are running around and, you know, it's just really scenic, really pretty. And it calms me down. Definitely being outside, getting some sunshine, doing some physical activity, I think are both good things that you could include on your list. There's a business coach named Leonie Dawson, and she has her clients do, she calls it a list of things to do when everything sucks. So it's just to have that. And then you can put it up on a little bulletin board in your office or put it somewhere where you're going to have it so that when you are in that situation, that you can kind of take a step back, do a few little self-care things to take care of yourself, and then come back to work refreshed and not beating yourself up and not being frustrated and not being angry, not being sad. This is like one of those things where I can grab a bottle of my favorite booze and just no, drink a bunch it of it. it should be good self-care things. So not like destructive type things? Not destructive type things. So I, I definitely agree with getting out, like getting away, especially if you're a home-based person, Or regardless, like if you have like a brick and mortar thing and you're able to close up the shop and just get out, do a walk, like if that's part of your plan, Uh definitely do that. Like change the scenery, you know, take some deep breaths, whatever that is. Um, You know, you could even make make it a plan to where... Maybe you call a friend or a loved one or, or something like that too. Just someone that makes you laugh. I'm a great person to call if you need, <laughs> if, if you need, if you need to laugh. If you got a case of the sads and you need to laugh, you can call me. Well, that's good to know. What do you think are some other things? Cause you know, like you can do other things aside from just walking around, taking deep breaths and stuff. I feel like there's some other positive things that you can do too. I think you want to physically move yourself away from your workspace. Drinking a big glass of water is always a good thing to do because I think a lot of people tend to be chronically dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Maybe eat a snack because if your day's not going well, maybe you skipped a meal. Yeah. Have a nice healthy snack. Maybe take a shower. Or maybe take a nap. Or a nap. Take a nap in a park. <laughs> or... You could call a friend, or you could meditate, or you could play with your pets. Your dog would love for you to spend 20 minutes having a nice session of fetch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, one of the other things, too, is whatever negative thoughts you have in your head, just finding a way to get those out 
And part yeah. of it is you can talk to someone about it, but also you can you can just write something yeah, down. Yeah, free writing. Yeah, just just free writing. Like you don't have to be the type of person that maintains a journal or anything, but just free write. Just just go. Whatever yeah. whatever that thought is that that's in your mind, just go. Just write. Just say I feel like this. I this makes me feel this way, and own those feelings. Like say this is this is what's going on, uh-huh. uh, you know, and just get it out of your system. Writing it down is very therapeutic. I do that sometimes on just like a scratch piece of paper. Write it down and just throw it away, mm-hmm. just to kind of get it out. I I do that especially when I'm having a lot of negative self talk in my head, where I'll start by writing down the things I'm telling myself, like "Oh, you're so stupid! I can't believe you made such a dumb mistake." And then I'll keep writing, but talk back to myself the way a friend would and just say, anyone could have made that mistake. Mistakes are part of life. You're not dumb. You're a smart person. Yeah. And it's really helpful. It actually, you know, just 10, 10 minutes or so of writing and I feel a lot better Yeah. at the end of it. I've come to really enjoy writing. Yeah, there's writing that I do, you know, for business purposes and things like that. Like I enjoy the act of writing. I... Or the art of writing, you know, I, I do enjoy it. I've never really done it much for just getting things out of my head. And it, it really is a powerful thing for that. It, yeah. Because, it, it, you know, I, I have this weird tick that I've developed. Like if I, you know, if I have something that I messed up on, you know, I, I just kind of like mutter under my breath. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'll, I'll do that. I And it's... It's like an involuntary thing. And I never used to do that. I never used to do that before. And I mean, I always take things hard. I'm always hard on myself when I make a mistake. But that's a weird thing that that I started noticing. And I was like, wow, this isn't healthy. I need to, you know, I need to take some action. So I know that, you know, writing things out has helped with that. But I never really did it in response to having like a bad day or a bad week. Well, I recommend it. It's helpful. I recommended it. I think it's helpful. As is dancing to loud, angry music. Ooh, starting a mosh pit. <laughs> starting a mosh pit at your local retirement home. You can just dance alone in your office or your house. That is true. And, you know, when's the last time you danced in your house? Like a maniac. All the time? All the time. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I dance. I get down. I get groovy. I get funky. One day, I forgot to close the blinds, Mm -hmm. and I was dancing around, and all of a sudden, I looked, and there was, my neighbor was standing over there staring. Well, why would you draw the blinds? (laughs) Why would you draw the blinds, though? You know, that's that's the thing. Like, let people see you dance. Let people see you be silly. Let let people see that you're, you're, you know, that you're having a good time. Yeah. Makes it more interesting. (laughs) It's fun. Yeah, they'll say, gosh, I saw you dancing by yourself like a maniac the other day. What's wrong with you? And then you just say, nothing's wrong with me. What's wrong with you for not dancing? Exactly. Precisely. So, yeah, all kinds of things you could put on your list. Making the plan. Just just having a plan because, I mean... you know, maybe you don't need the plan, but I think it, I it's... I mean, hopefully you never do. Hopefully you never have such a crappy day that you need it. Right. Well, I, I think I think for a lot of folks, it 
like just putting a plan together, it's just nice to be mindful of that, that you have that kind of escape plan, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the appropriate escape plan to get out of your crappy day and then reset it. And, you know, like I could see just saying peace out on the rest of the day, like go to a museum. Yeah, uh, it depends on how far along in the day is and what your schedule is like. But sure. Yeah, just kind of quit closing up shop early could definitely be an option. Yeah, and the thing is, is like it, I mean, if you're a business owner, it, we all feel stress in a variety of different ways. And the thing is, is like, it doesn't matter what type of business you do. There, there's a buddy of mine who, well, Thomas Patrick Levy, he, he does Lifter LMS mm-hmm. for WordPress. And, you know, he was saying, that, you know, he was telling me that he gets stressed out about his job, about running a product-based business, because he's got a lot of things that he's worried about. But his father-in-law, he was saying, well, his father-in-law has, like, a, a, a car repossession business, which, if you if you kind of weigh the two, right, it's like, well, the car repo thing seems a whole lot more that stressful. That kind of scary, yeah. Yeah, well, and it is, right? But But it doesn't matter, like... One stress is not better than another stress. Yeah. Stress is stress. Things that suck just suck. <laughs> and <laughs> that's that's it, you know. Um I don't know why it is that we have to compare everything. It, sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but no. you know, the thing is is like if you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. If you think you have an easy job and there's other people that do much more complex, more difficult things, stop. Cut it out. You're having a bad day. You're stressed out. It's okay to be stressed. You have a job. You have something that causes you stress. And it's no less important than other people in other fields who are having stress. You know, like maybe you're not chopping people open on the on the surgery table. It doesn't matter. You get to be stressed out. Your stress matters. Your mental health matters. Take care of it. You have a small business. You're doing something you care about, presumably. Yeah. Something that you care about deeply, probably. And and if things aren't going well, it's stressful, no matter what it is. Even if it's not life-threatening, it's not going to, you know, stop the world on its axis. It still affects you. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to take care of you. You know, you have to take care of yourself. It's that's your responsibility. You 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 got to take care of your health. So, that's your biggest responsibility as a business owner. Yeah, to take care of your number one business asset. You. It's like we we plan that. Uh, we are professional as fuck. So I think that overall, you should plan for a list of things to do that's going to take somewhere between thirty and sixty minutes. And you know, maybe you have a shorter list and or a longer list, or maybe a couple items on the list are optional. For times when you feel like you don't have quite that much time. But just something that you can do to kind of reset when you're having a crappy day and come back to things fresh. Absolutely. So I think that sounds like a doable challenge. A nice doable challenge for this week. I feel like I could use it this week. Because, you know, I'm stressed out. I've got a big project deadline that's due this Friday. Like, you know, the work is due this Friday I'm stressed out. You're helping me out with some of this work. And it's a lot of stuff to get done. It's a lot of stuff to get done. I know it'll get done. I know that it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. There's this part of me that can't help but be anxious about it. 
and have anxiety over it. Even just thinking about it, I can feel my my chest kind of seize. But it's important to to take care of my health. It's important to take care of myself mentally and make sure that it, that I put things in perspective because it, it's an easy thing to lose. You know, if even if this were not to be completed, there's some bad stuff that could happen. You know, there's consequences, but it's going to be okay. Life still goes on. Yeah, life always goes on. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing else to add. I got I, I bring nothing else to the table. Nothing else. What about telling people where they can subscribe and find more information and leave us comments? Well, I'm glad you asked, Natalie, because you can find <laughs> us at doweeklypodcast.com. Uh, you can also subscribe to us, uh, to this lovely little podcast on iTunes. Stitcher. Pocket Casts. Uh, Blueberry. Anywhere you get podcasts. Yeah, anywhere you get them. Except Spotify. Except Spotify. <laughs> Spotify can suck an egg. They suck. For the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie MacLeese. And we're telling you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Man, we nailed the fuck out of that. <laughs> <laughs>